Champagne soccer, we back. Started a day later than usual, but you know, the day before was Valentine's Day. Some of the homies had to get their R&B thug on. But now we back to soccer, man. We back to the beautiful game. How's everybody doing, man? Man, real good. Real good. Team's still rolling, so I'm good. Finally got a win. And you know future playlists, toxic playlists on repeat. <laughs> oh, man. Marcus, you too funny, bro. Which What's your top joint on the playlist right now? Oh, you're a sicko, but we can go with uh I can't I can't wipe with that. Oh, okay. Claytis, what are you bumping on that playlist? I know you got something on there. To be honest, I'm still 50s heady. That's that's what I'm bumping heavy right now. Okay. I've been bumping a lot, a lot I've been bumping a lot of Keem today though. I don't know why, but Baby Keem? A lot of Keem today. Yeah. Oh, okay. What to die for my bitch? Is that how you're feeling? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, team, no. you know, my little team got a birthday today, so you know. He went from throwaway to baby king. Yeah, That's all ooh. I gotta say. I'm still on that playlist with you, Marcus. I'm listening to "Don't Get Comfortable," okay? Focus record. And speaking of "Don't Get Comfortable," hey, what did I tell you, man? They calling me Dan Shadamus outside. I'm walking around. They calling me a prophet, asking me for predictions and things. I'm like, hey, man, I can't go that far. Can only go with what I know. And what I know is I've been saying it for months. Arsenal, we ain't got the facilities and the capacity to win this league title. Second youngest team in the league. Choke top four last year. You think you're going to win the league? I was off that narcotic for a few days. Me and Quissy was at Claytis feeling good. Then Jorginho pulled up. We haven't won since. Anthony, how you feeling about that 3-1 victory? For Man City over Arsenal at the Emirates. Feeling great, man. I want to highlight how uh, I don't know if Pep is listening to us, man, but hey, that little kid Rico Lewis wasn't on the pitch, and we see Bernardo Silva playing his position. I said that should have happened, what, like two games ago, and Bernardo's been playing that role. But we started shaky in that formation, man, and I hope it's done for. I hope, I hope it's dead gone and forgotten i hope he stayed with the back four what was that position what was that position he was in bro he was he was all over the pitch left wing back midfielder man it was it and a striker at one point he was playing everywhere he only got a yellow card hey man you know that's what uh let's just say that's where some money may be going man you know what i'm saying they may, may be funding some some activities between the refs and 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 city because my man was looking like Stevie Wonder when Bernardo was chopping at soccer. It was it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I was surprised too. Yeah, yeah y'all had the nerve to say Anthony Taylor was a uh, Manchester United fan, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nah, but that pen- that penalty was sketchy. The penalty he it gave was. Arsenal was sketchy. Yeah, and... that was the cook the book special. That was like, oh, whoops. Yeah. We've yeah. been we've been saying the last four weeks every time on VAR reports, yeah, Arsenal didn't get this, Arsenal didn't get that. Let's give them I mean, a free goal. After last week, it's only right you give them that free goal. Yeah, we got you to, by law. And shout out to Ederson <laughs> because he thought he was a real shot stopper, pointing to the joint. 
I don't know who yeah, he Yeah, I hate it. I was like, man, why Oliver are you going to do that and not, not go there? I'm like, come on, man. That's that's crazy. You saw, did you see everybody run up to him beforehand? It was like Gundogan and then uh, Ruben Diaz. And I think Mares went up to him. I'm like, oh, they must know he's spooked. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, 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 all of them went up to that man and dapped him up. Like, come on, you can do it. <laughs> um, I want to highlight uh, the the second goal, Graylish's goal, you know, awesome. Good job. But I told y'all on the chat. Hey, man, I'm shout out to De Bruyne goal from the blunder. Mm-hmm. Nah, that yeah, that was cool. I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring that. That's a gimme. I don't care about that. That's like, that's just, a, that's fluky, you know, but that, that was beautiful. Bruyne, he needs yeah. it, bro. You got to get the flow going. Yeah, nah, it was good, but hey, man, nah, I'm actually about to leave here and like, 30 minutes to go play my league. Your boy Tamiyasu was literally three, like a foot away from the out of bounds and could have done and kicked it out. And mm. I don't care about, I don't care about gimmies. That's not smart. I don't care about playing possession. You got a nigga kick, kick the ball out. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Like that's, that's just trash. So I'm not, I'm not acknowledging that one. I want to talk about Holland's contribution to the second goal because he could have been selfish but he showed that he can make the extra pass that can go to the <laughs> other pass that can lead to the goal. You know what I'm saying? I just want y'all to see that he's versatile, man. He's fitting in. That's a nasty V. <laughs> Calling him a creator now? I know, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I saw, man? I saw wow. glimpses, of, ben- I saw glimpses of Benzema out there. I was like, whoa, this is what they wow. want? Hey, that's a stretch, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> got to sell it, man. You got to sell it because they said Florentino talked to him after the match and said, we won't do that monkey shit to you over here in Madrid, man. <laughs> hey, hey, honestly, hey, Dan, I'm going to let you talk about the, uh, I guess, the penalty mix-up from last match because I, I I missed it. Um, but I, I want to highlight that if there is a problem at City and Holland, chemistry with the team we can kiss Drew Bellingham goodbye because he's calling him right now saying hey man don't pull up so I'm I'm letting that out right now if Holland's not rocking with the team Drew's not coming and we, we should just look elsewhere don't even talk to me about that <laughs> yeah if you guys didn't catch it uh the last match City played in they got a penalty Holland is the designated penalty taker Mares said, I want to take it. Rodri said, I want to take it. Gundigan's the captain at the time. He said, uh, you take it. Mares and the team was like, because, ah, you know, Mares is shaky, but he scored. After the match, you could see Holland, even though they won 3-0, he's pouting around. He was subbed off at halftime. You know, he had a little knock. They were, wanted to take precautions, make sure nothing's serious, but Pep said he had to talk to the team after the match because you can't treat my new toy like that. So I think, like Anthony said, he's trying to learn that I got to be nicer to my teammates because they won't pass me the ball. And, yeah, maybe this can be a turnaround. He scored today. He made the pass to the pass to the pass to the assist, right? Maybe he's trying <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's, the right, that's the right cadence. Pass to the pass to the pass, man. <laughs> yeah, man, but let's talk about Arsenal real quick. The drowning is continuing, and next week, or not even next week, on the weekend, guess who they play? Ephraim, your boy. 
غريب Yeah, Mr. Good evening. Unai Emery, he's coming. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody got a little vendetta. He might he yeah. might have something to prove. He's got something on him, man. So I'm not feeling this. But like I said, hey, top four was my goal. Looks like we'll get top four. But we'll see. Ephraim, you're feeling good, I'm sure. Rashford continues to score. You guys on fire. How are you feeling about the team going into your match with Barcelona? That's going to be an exciting match. Well, I feel like they're going to approach it like they approach teams like City, Liverpool, and Arsenal, you know, the ones that like to hold the possession a lot and, you know, sit back, play on the counterattack. I think that's how it's going to have to look because, uh, first of all, we're going to be missing missing a few players. Lissandro Martinez isn't going to be there. I think Sabitzer's on some yellow cards. He's not going to be playing. Um so obviously Martial still hurt and uh, some others are still hurt too. So uh, Casemiro's back, so he'll be there. So that'd be that's a good thing. So you know, the, I, I feel fine. I feel I, you know I know you know Barcelona has a really good def- defense. I know we highlighted that uh, I think a couple podcasts ago. We we talked about how good their D is and and um, they're going to be formidable. They've come into they've come in you know they they flamed out of the the Champions League, but at the right time they picked up steam and they've, and they, I think uh, Shafi's team is on what 11 wins in a row, if I'm not mistaken, they can break the record that Pep had when he was there at Barcelona. If they beat United, you are correct. Uh, huh? You're correct. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a tough task. Obviously we're playing out over in Spain and um, the camp new and, and it's not going to be an easy match, but Hey, I got confidence, man. I, I you know, I, I you know, I can see us coming out there with a draw, you know, like maybe a one-one draw, you know, but it's gonna be tough. Not gonna be easy, but I feel good. You know, one thing about when Ten Hag has come in so far, even if we get down, like a couple weeks ago when we uh were down the leads two 0 we came back and got pulled out a draw. You know, so I wasn't that worried about it. Um hey, about that leads that leads game, because you guys it took looked, a while, but you broke them down eventually. Talk about rough. Hey man, talk about the tactics. We talked about you know. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get into that, I'm gonna just let let it be known on this pod. I will be putting Barca on my uh, parlay to win, and I won't be watching the Europa League. I won't. I won't put my lower my standards for that. Oh my god, here go. Anyway, I'll watch that match because I want to watch Barcelona play. And Rashford's the most on fire striker in Europe right now. I want to see that. I bet you that'd be one of the most form forward. I gotta see that. That's gonna be a big game, like as far as like viewership, even for a Europa League match. You got two huge teams that are playing each other in that game. So you're right. In um, the dimension, that's a Champions League final. <laughs> two of them. That was the two round of them. thirty-two Europa League. Sick. Yeah, no doubt. You're absolutely right. And Xavi knows because he played in that. He played in that final. Um, but yeah, I think that Leeds game over the weekend. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It took uh, some tactical maneuvering. For United to really get going, it was kind of sloppy. We had possession for the most part, even though it was a sloppy match. But once, like, Lissandro Martinez came in, they moved out Veghurst to the number 10, which was I thought was an, an interesting move, but it it, it worked. Um, uh, you, uh, Rashford went up top uh, as a number nine, and, uh, and then Sabitzer started dropping a lot deeper and started receiving the ball a little bit more. 
Uh, Luke Shaw is playing out of his mind as well. I think I think there's a lot of uh, of guys that are playing really well. Um, but yeah, once that tactical change uh, was made, yeah, United was 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 in the roll on roll. And then we got to give a shout out to Young Garnacho. Uh, he's still, you know, I don't know why people are sitting there. You know, I know a lot of uh, United chatter. People were kind of getting on him about the match before, and I'm like, he's 18 years old. Yeah, he's gonna make mistakes. He's not gonna always be in form all the time. You know, give him some time. He's gonna be fine. And look what he did. So, uh, um, was he pouting and sitting like solo? Because I did see that clip when it was talking about put that yeah. boy in the game. I, I I can't respect that though. I mean, I, I the goal was nice. His energy is nice, but but you got to grow as a you an eighteen year old. That's yeah. something I expect seventeen year olds to do. <laughs> I hear you, but but I, I think I think you're right. I I, I don't disagree. I think he do, he does need to learn how to how to be a lot uh, more professional when it comes to getting off the pitch, especially in a match. I think the match before he, when Casemiro got sent off, uh, he was subbed off as a sub, right? So, you know, those kind of things he's going to have to live with and he's going to have to get better at. I agree with you on that. Uh, at the same time, I think we've seen with, with somebody like Ten Hag, you know, those kind of attitudes aren't going to go uh, get you very far on the team. So he's not, he's not shy about sitting somebody down or, or letting them train by themselves and, and getting themselves uh, uh, right before they come back. Uh, so we see that with uh, Sancho. I mean, granted, Sancho didn't have an attitude problem, but he had to get sent away for a little bit to get him get his mind right. One more so, to add to that. Do you think this is going to happen with Greenwood? Because I did see the mm, rumors that he supposedly, all the charges got dropped. Yeah, some technicality, like witnesses kind of left the, the thing, but whatever. Uh, I am yes, leaning to Huh? Manchester, Manchester United, home of the abusers. Uh, so I, I think, I think, that from what I understand, I don't want to touch this too much as well. I want to wait until this all plays out, also. But I will say this: I think, given what how Ten Hag is, uh, I, I, that'll be interesting to see. I, I, I'll put it that way. I do know the club has said they're going to like probe like the men's and women's team to see uh, what they think about him coming back. So I could see him not coming back. Honestly, because um, you know Ten Hag doesn't like the distractions at all. Um, he will he will cut it out um, as we have, as we've seen this season. So, um, yeah. So I'm gonna level, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm gonna leave it alone for now. I'm gonna let it uh, play out until the, the the team does their investigation, and then uh, we can address it uh, down the line if if he makes the makes an appearance or starts to train on his own to start getting ready for the season. So, I can dig that. Now, Marcus, what is this top seven strikers list? Because we've been trying to get to it the last couple of weeks. But uh, what was that? Was that your biggest flops in Liverpool history? Was that for Cody Gakpo? And is he off it now that he's finally scored? Hey, I, I need you to relax with the Cody uh, hate, you know. And we finally got that boy on the mark. He, he felt like he had just had... Um, he had got a baptism when he got that goal. He dapped up everybody. He pointed out Virgil Van Dyke. But yeah, man, I will come around with my seven worst strikers in my tenure. I'm only 32, so I've been watching the squad about 22 decades now. So my top seven, no order. And I'm going to give you how many goals they had in the club. Christian Benteke. I'm sorry, bro. We popping it off with you. Ten goals. Number seven, Ricky Lambert, three goals, 36 games. Mm. Number six, Clay, you're going to get mad. Mario, 
Bellatelli. Oh, yeah. Big fly. Why why always me? Because that was your boy. When he came, I remember you was like, hey, you, you take care of my fashion boy. Yeah, him yeah. and Serge. I told you, you. You see what you see what Clay was focused on the fashion because he wasn't focused on the pitch, and it, that's why he's on your list, Marcus. And that's Come why on, he know, had Mario... four, four goals, twenty eight games. Go ahead. I mean, you know, Mario's only there to turn up. He, he was in the bathroom with light, lighting fireworks. That's what he does. He's there for the for the for the show. DTE Records. Next up, we got Robbie King, seven goals, twenty eight games. Hmm. You know, number four, you should be higher, <laughs> but I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna, I slid you, Mister D four, with six goals in eighty games. Hey. Never, never bring your ass back to Anfield, bro. <laughs> number three, we got Andy Carroll. Whoa, number three? Hey. Well, no, no. Excuse me. That's actually number two. My numbers is off. Oh, okay. That's about a. Hey. Number one. Some of y'all might know if you know the club history. Mr. Babel, 22 Ryan. goals, uh -huh. 146. Hey, man. Ryan Babel, come on. Chill, Ryan Babel, wow. You got to up him on that list. You got to go up on that list. Hey, hey, hey. He, oh, he's number one. He's number one. He's no, no, no. He, wow. He's the worst. Okay. <laughs> Honorable mention <laughs> for my KSI folks, Mr. Heskey. You Emil? only gave Emil oh. Heskey. Oh, you only gave us sixty goals <laughs> and two hundred and twenty games. You said sixty or sixteen? Sixty. Six zero. Yes, sir. And how many matches? And two hundred games. That ain't bad. You know, you had to, you had to put the ball up for for Gerard. You know, like I just <laughs> in the two thousands, they was making those brothers hold the ball for the white man to score. Man, Liverpool and Chelsea were doing that to perfection. Mm. Hey. I had, I had, I want if I wasn't just if I wanted to do just trash players on Liverpool history, I was gonna put Glenn Johnson. But, oh. but... <laughs> man, this is just gonna be shitting on the brothers, man. Where... I mean, it's it's calm. He left Chelsea, and he became a bum, so it's okay. Mm. Oh man, that's a nice list, though, man. I I like that. But uh, how did you feel to secure that Merseyside Derby victory, though? Hey man, we got our swagger back. We out here looking like Mahomes. We ain't following the script, bro. Oh man. <laughs> hey man, it's hey. one match. Hey, hey, it's a start of something, man. Shit, we got our people back. We got Jota back. We got Firmino. We got Vrando. Uh oh. It might get hot back right now. Top four? You got hold on, bro. Talk to me. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I got a question then. Hold on. So let's say y'all don't make top four. How you gonna are you gonna lower your standards next season for the Europa League if y'all make it there? Oh no, I won't be watching that shit. Oh, I, I won't. I will. I, I mean, they'll just play. It'll be like how Expressions is with Tottenham. Um, you can go play fossil football, and I won't view it. I'll watch you on Saturdays and, and Sundays. Relax. Well, I mean, but if we make the Europa League. I heard that you said he'll relax himself one year, one year more at, at BVB. What type of red shirt program is this, Anthony? Man, anybody buying it? I mean, we all know Club. You know, he still got plugs at Dortmund, so it's okay. You know, he's gonna pull the strings. It's a nasty red shirt program. I'm gonna wait a year. Hey, man, either go or don't go, man. I don't see that happening. Yeah, he he going somewhere next season. Well, we'll see. Maybe, I mean, hey, maybe Marcus is right because he's enjoying himself. They let him be captain because Marco Royce is hurt again. 
you know, uh, who else? Uh, what's my man? Sula, the fridge, hurt again. So they let in Bellingham. Almost coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, B. Cletus, why don't you break it down? Your team just played Dortmund. Uh, I see that the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, victory. Yeah, yeah. You excited by the L? Nice attacking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that looks like nine games, four goals, and we're moving on. Um, to be honest, I feel like we need a coach that understands like offense a little bit better. Because when you look at the left wing with Modric, he really tries to like, you know, be creative, um, be very dynamic, one two passes. But I feel like the rest of the team doesn't pick up on it because that's not how we play. So I feel like we really need a coach who's going to be able to, like, tell him when to go, when to sit, when to do the tricks, when not to do the tricks. But overall, I think it was a good game. We could have won that game, to be honest, um, or at least draw. But, again, we didn't take our chances. I think John had, like, two or three chances that he should have definitely put away. Um, sometimes Kai just picked the wrong pass in the final third. But um, hopefully in the next leg we could kind of, like, get some more motivation and at least try to take, you know, try to take them the extra time and win. Because I feel like we have a better squad than Dortmund, to be honest. It's just right now, Dortmund got this little buzz, and we have nothing. Hey, bro, I, I fully agree with my, that Magic comment. He making hella fire runs, but it's like the pace of the rest of the team just ain't to his speed yet. It's yeah, like not fast. Yeah, they don't make the ball like Enzo tried, but I know today Enzo didn't make the squad. I don't know why he didn't add him. But you chicken, that Enzo was there. He got cooked on the goal. Oh, he did? I thought he didn't make it. He got cooked. Yeah, he was on the goal. Kareem Bro, Bro, one one thing in football, bro, like whenever you're 1v1, you never want to get cooked 1v1. And mind you, like you're the last defender and you're tracking, you're tracking back, tracking back, and you get beat. Like it was that was ugly. That was was bad. You know what made it even funnier? Because before the breakdown happened. You see Grandpa Tiago Silva huffing and puffing to get back. And it was too late. But, yeah, that breakdown was brilliant. Then go on the outside of his left. That's one of my champagne goals of the week. I got another one. But that's one yeah, of them. That at the Emmy goal was beautiful. I've seen people online compare it to uh, Gareth Bale at the Copa del Rey final against Barca. Hey, that was, that was nice, that too. Was- but this one yeah, was that, dribbling and breaking down then for pace. He beat you the whole half of our whole half. He like yeah. he got the ball in their half, dribble, dribble. Free. And just like his his control, his close control as he's dribbling. And as soon as he got to the to the box, boom, shift left, boom, gone. Yeah. That was it was embarrassing, man. Yeah, that was it, but hey, that was beautiful. But going I back to this leg will be at Stanford Bridge, right? Yes, sir. Hopefully, I feel like we're starting to build momentum again, especially with the new players that we have. We're a little bit more creative. We still have the same issue that we've always had. Our midfield isn't strong, and we don't have no real goal scorers. So that's always going to be our problem. But hopefully being at home, we can have that, you know, that support from the fans that could, you know, go through the next round. Bruh, I'm going to say this. Before you escape this, I'm going to say this, Clay. You cannot let Emirate can, can – Escape you from the Champions League, bro. Okay, it's ugly, bro. It's ugly. Yeah, that was real. Nice <laughs> hey, to be to be honest, I, I have a list too, just like Marcus. Oh Lord. And hey. in first place, we only have one. We only have one place. Everybody else is just there. One place. <laughs> first place matters. 
And coming in at first place, the scammer of U of Europe, Mr. Money Launderer, Avara uh -oh. Maratza. Uh -oh. oh. Number two, or I'm next up, we have Bacau. Mm. Next up, I have Higuain. Oh, brilliant. Next up, I have Pato. <laughs> Brazilian Dan. Next up, I'm sorry, but he has to be on the list. Fernando Torres. Hell yeah, he's. I thought he's number yes, one. Yeah, what oh, I, I thought he'd be number it, one for you. He was the biggest flop. One of the biggest. He helped them win the Champions League, yeah. so he can he gets away with it because he did it's, help them win the Champions League. With 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 Torres, the goals weren't there, but if you were watching the team, he did produce something that at least helped us. Um, next up, we have Kesman with only seven goals. Uh, yeah, he was he was a sick purchase. He was coming from from I think Italy at the time. He was informed one of the hottest strikers. He came to Chelsea and he was just basura. Oh my God. It was trash. Next up, the legend himself. Again, I'm sad to put him on this list. Shevchenko. My boy. Next up, we have Lloyd Remy. Oh, come and, on. Hey, you, you, that's that's my man's though, but you know. He, he still plays, up. right? Yeah, I see. I see. He recently just joined another team. That's his thirteen team now, or his twelve team. Collect yeah, those check all stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he does. Right now, next up is at Brest, and you know, I mean, come on, bro. You know like, anybody in France? Oh, France is going to pick him up. Division, my bad. He's going to get picked up anywhere in France. We also have on this list Michi Batchwai. I was wondering where he was at. I don't. I think he. I think he was just signed to 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 go on um, trips Is and promote Chelsea. Timo Warner next than Kai Havertz. Timo's not on my list. Why not? Because if you look at Timo's number, although what? he may not have scored, he still produced. He still assists. Compared uh, to these niggas on this list. Oh, I don't want to hear that. They had, these, They made him. They made him leave the country. Yeah, I, damn, I'm surprised too, actually. That, that, like he'd be on that list. Kai Havertz is, is stealing money still to this day. Just mm. put Felix up top at number nine and stop playing games. What hey, is this? Man. Hey, this these individuals on these lists were signed as strikers. To me, although Timo was signed as a striker, I don't think he was as bad as these niggas on this oh, list. See? Hey. Wow. Gonna we, we have a we, we have a Bummer Yang on this list. What is he doing right now? He's, He's back in London on, on vacay. He's, he's back in the club. He's just here going to the club, doing promo. Did he call? How much did it cost to get him compared to Havertz and Timo Warner? Be, come on, man. Be fair. Come on. Timo, Kai, you know, Kai's going to be on. Kai is on this list, actually. Uh, Timo still producing, got his goals to the Champions League. So I'm sorry. Huh? Bro, I'm sorry. Timo is not on this list. The Champions League. He, his goals, like, really contributed to us getting to the finals to win that, that game. Which one? Uh, which match? Again, against against Madrid. Timo had ten goals in two seasons. Hey man, hey man. That's 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 in that's in the league. Yeah. Shame. I mean, the last the best he did was the best he did was twenty twenty one. He had six goals and eight assists. I give you that eight assists, great. Yay. Well, next I season, four goals and one assist in twenty one matches. So he was also not playing much. And he didn't give you guys much. I'm. I, yeah, wow. I mean, I'm, hey, look. Last season, list, last season, last season, he was injured. He was hurt. Fair enough. You know that whole situation. But before that, I think this first season, 
He had a good season. The second season, we won the Champions League. I think he did fairly I well. Almost, hey, Cletus, I almost thought you was talking about Kristen Pulisic with, <laughs> with how you were explaining. I mean, in, again. He I, was injured again. and he helped you with wow. win the Champions League. Hey. I was, I'm confused. I'm sorry, bro, but. Again, Timo gave us way more than any of these individuals on this list. I, I cannot put him on that list. Where is Lukaku? Say his name. Mm-hmm. Look, look what he's yeah. doing. You see the propaganda? That's, that's the list. Yeah. Hey, I got a non striker to add to his list, Victor Moses. Oh, my day. Oh, my God. Oh, my and that's bum as well. Victor he's, Moses. No, I never, I never represented the guy. He was. That's your big homie, man. Come on, man. He was never not not part of the agency. He's not part. No, he's not part of the agency. I I can never promote Huff, Huff like that. I don't even know what he does now. He still plays. I don't know what he does now. Victor Moses, he is he still in your loan army, or did you guys finally let him go somewhere else? He he was going. He had to free that guy. Let's see, Victor Moses. He's he's a wandering man. You are playing for Spartak Moscow right now. Salute. Yeah, you see, shipping off. <laughs> Get it? Hey, he can play Champions League. Can you be guys be there next year? I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> we got a trophy. What trophy did y'all get this year? We got the Champions League trophy though. This year, twenty twenty three. No, no, I'm, I'm saying we uh, have one though. Oh, you talking about the time machine, John? We got to look back to see it. Uh, we got two. We got two of them. So you might want to make sure you check both both games. You know I don't rate those dark arts champions leagues. No one will. Those teams are not memorable. Those teams do not matter to anybody in history but Chelsea fans. Huff squads. And, and in London, only what is it? Nah, we huh? had that little corner with the racists and Chelsea, the West Side. You know that. I mean, you know, we'll wait for y'all to, to have y'all, y'all little to, to show y'all joint. You know. Yeah, uh, United, United, y'all only got what one up. From Marcus Anthony, are those Chelsea? Hey, look, we, we got some those. Hey, look, I are you bringing you, up those Chelsea them. teams when you're talking about the best Champions League teams you've seen? Will they stand out to your mind? No, relax themselves. Hey man, you know Arsenal, Arsenal saying Arsenal saying all of this, but and then we ask them, show me yours. Yeah, we don't have one, but like I said, you make. Yeah, you have one. That's beautiful. But like we I have said, two. We have, we have doesn't two. matter. And it's like, yeah, exactly. And the Invincibles are better than those two teams. You can combine them together and the Invincibles are still better. So what does it mean in the grand scheme? Uh, of are we talking about in their prime or are we just talking, talking about, about the years? That's what I'm saying. The year, the the year that they won. The, the, the yeah, you can say team for team, team, player for player, whatever time machine you want to use. Like That's my point. You can have a we, team we, that wins, but we, still, that don't mean anything. You're not an all-time great team. We might need to circle back to this. Everybody yeah, pick the all-star team. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. I yeah, like combine that. 2012 and 2020 Chelsea, and them niggas are still not better than the Invincibles. Mm. They're not. I thought you were going to be sick and say they weren't better than Spurs that went to the Champions League against Liverpool. I'm being honest. They're probably not. It's, Peak Deli Ali, Peak Musa Dembele, Harry mm. Kane—they probably not better than the young Belgian boys when Alderweireld and all them. Oh, yeah. talking about the move—they probably not better than. Uh, them. But but guess what? Even then, they still didn't win nothing, so they don't have the mentality of a winner. I have a team full of grown men who have won everything in their career besides the World Cup, maybe. But yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so that's not everything. Yeah, uh, in club football. <laughs> hey man, get to that. Get to that. Uh, terrible. Uh, hiring. Which one? <laughs> International news one. Oh my God! Wasted a World Cup. Hey, Chris Hughton is now the Ghana head coach. Last Uh-oh. year he was in contention for the job. Eventually he got the technical advisor role. He was around the team for over a year. He even helped recruit players to play for Ghana. Seems like he should have been the man to be hired in the first place because he actually wanted the job. Ataado was kind of forced to take the job. So we'll see what Chris Hughton does. There's nothing to really focus on. AFCON is next year. So yeah, good luck to him. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Not really confident because Ghana football is in the mud. So we'll see. But hey, this guy actually looks like he wants the job. So let's see if that will help him out. And Ketien, Lamptey, load up. Nah, and Ketien, I mean... watch your dumbass, man. You're missing two points. <laughs> Stay with England. England won't even call you. Go go find another country to play for. Switch citizenships. Go play for Congo or something. Get out of here. I mean, what do you think the vision is going to be for Ghana now, you know, moving forward? Because y'all are slowly starting to attract, you know, kids overseas, kids with talent. You have kids with talent. You know, this could be the perfect time to build around Kudus. But, like, what do you think, you know, he's going to try to do with the team? What do you think the Federation vision is? Well, the Federation's vision is corruption, so I don't know. Of course. Uh, But, yeah, so because of that, I don't really see anything, to be honest. I mean, they have the talent, but Ghana's always had the talent. If you don't have the right infrastructure, I don't really expect anything. Um, The team is very young. Ghana had the youngest team in the World Cup. They have a lot of talent that they can bring in, but it's all about the mentality Let's see if Chris Hewitt is has the vision because, yeah, Kudus is a great player. You can build around him. You got Salisu. You got uh, 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 what's my man? Suleimane. He's now at Southampton playing pretty well so far. They have the talent. Lamptey at right back. We'll see. He, he is a good player, but for what Hewitt wants to do, he's mostly 4-4-2, 4-2-3-1. So we'll see, but hey, maybe he'll adapt to the team and switch it around. So we'll see, but he'll be, be honest, better than number twenty-five, though. Huh? I said he'll be better than number twenty-five. Yeah, Sadu, he's a guy that, hey man, when I watch him, I got a question if I'm seeing things correctly, incorrectly, or what's going on. Because when I was saying he was poo, I'm seeing Ghanaian journalists saying he's one of the standout players. I'm like, all right. Am I lost? Then I look at other writers that aren't from Ghana and they're saying Sadu's Huff. So I'm like, all right, so what's going on? Am I being too harsh? And I'm like, hey, all right, Sadu, he is talented. He can play right back, left back, little bit center back in emergency situations. But his IQ is so lost right now. But then the problem with Lamptey is he's too small to be in a back four. He's great as a wing back in a back five, but that's the issue we have to figure out right now. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm not confident. I mean, is Chris Hewton a guy that's going to inspire anybody's national team? You happy when you see him there? 
No, because I know that all he's good for maybe is to get me out of a relegation battle. Think about it. His biggest milestone was getting a team back up, I I believe. So it's like I I can't really be rocking with him thinking he finna lead the journey. Yeah, but that's the thing about international teams, man. It's like you don't always have to be the best coach. You just need to have the right tactics because – that dry haram football that Chelsea uses to play the Champions League and win, that's perfect for international football. It's all about being pragmatic, to be honest. No international team plays silky football anymore. It's not like how it was with like Brazil, France, Netherlands, those like select countries, Portugal that played silky, attractive style. Now it's everybody's just trying to counterattack each other. So International football is kind of easier to navigate if you're not a great club coach. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, what's up with Jesse Marsh, my American brothers? Now it looks like his contract got lost in the mail. He wanted more years. Well, sound happy, right? Yeah, look, now it's looking like he ain't got a job. <laughs> yeah, I heard that fell through. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he actually wanted to go to that team at this moment because I know they're in a relegation battle. Got to get them checks and got yeah. he needs a job, man. He he oh, needs no. he needs a job for that work permit. Hey, he, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Brexit. He and, better jump and, on that USA job. Hey, and what what's this uh, breaking <laughs> news we got from uh, FC Hollywood? Hey, oh, yeah. and I just want to let y'all know, Claytis and Dan was correct. I start following FC Hollywood, aka Bayern uh, Munich, and um. I think I'm. I think they took over my algorithm, y'all. I don't even see City on IG anymore. It's, it's only you. it's it's only buying stuff. It's getting kind of crazy. <laughs> like it's like a story every minute. I, it's a post every second. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like where? Like I had to check my follower. I had to go see if I was still following City. That's how crazy it got. Because the thing the thing about Byron is like it's still like a City team. So like. They still be like letting everybody in the city know what's going on because you could literally walk to the training ground. Like it's still like in the city, so you could walk to the training ground. You can see what they're doing, so they be like keeping you up to date. This nigga just got out of rehab, or he's going to practice today. We got open practice this afternoon. Come through, but yeah. You, you gonna know everything that's going on, man. The drama yeah, is it's only it's only starting. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it over here. Um, like Dan said, they are they're they're really good about promoting the league. They're really good about promoting themselves over in the Bundesliga. Anyway, I'm not saying that other clubs in the Bundesliga will be as as good as uh, uh, Bayern, but uh, but you know the Bundesliga is good with this. They they want they want that exposure. They want Americans uh, to to buy in and be part of it. So. Yeah, like Clayton said, it was very interactive. It was like, yeah, where are you supporting us from? I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy for yeah, it to be this big of a club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Um, yeah, so I, that's all I wanted to say is they they trying to take over, man. I don't know. I may have to get me a red and blue, like, warm-up jacket, man, or something. Oh, you seen, you seen that new joint? You seen that new release, right? Yeah, yeah sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, yes, I seen sir. the drip, man. Yeah, hey man, I mean, give us a give us our give us your champagne and uh in the club for you dip out and go that yeah, game though. Sure. Okay, bet my champagne goal of the week is my man uh uh Perez making that call. It's the Super League. It's it's almost back. I don't I don't think we spoke since that happened. 
Yeah, I don't think the Super League nah. this time around. Yeah, yeah, nah, but that's enough for me to make y'all back up. Yeah, yeah, putting fear in, in the EPL and all that. Yeah, yeah, big clubs. Yeah, they're not um, scared. Because you know why they're not scared too, Anthony? Because I bet you when they look at the ratings the next day and they see how Arsenal City had more ratings than Chelsea, Dortmund, Club Bruges, Benfica. They like, hey man, the Premier League is bigger than the Champions League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is Super League. Um, yeah. goal. Um, yeah, EP, the EPL is a Super League, y'all. Um, the goal of the week. Uh hey man, can't say I got one. Oh, actually, dang, only one that's been on my mind is the one I missed in my in my adult league, yo. I'm sorry. So I got I got other things to fry. That's and with that I'm out. Good luck, man. Bless up. The next Roberto Carlos, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, y'all. Now you brought up Dortmund, Anthony. Let's talk about their match against PSG. That was a big match. A lot of people were looking for that. I was one of them. Kind of underwhelming. How did you guys feel about it? Uh, you know, there was some good back and forth. I feel like that uh goal that they disallowed from PSG should have stood. That VAR is nasty. Nuno was clean on that cross. Yeah, he was outside. Yeah, he was clean, bro. They try to put oblong angles and all that. I know you're a Bayern fan, so you're not going to be objective. But, hey, that nigga look clean, but it is what it is. The thing about VAR is, like, I get it. We all want technology to make the game better. But if you're not even – if you don't know how to draw a line, go – hey, get a ruler. Marcus, Ephraim, what happened to rulers? Y'all remember those? In <laughs> a T-square or something. I don't know what they're using to, to make these lines out there, but they need to figure it out. But, I mean, Bayern and PSG are two flawed teams that are very talented. PSG couldn't take advantage of Bayern's flaws until Mbappe came on. Bayern took advantage of PSG's flaws when they subbed off Cancelo for Davies, and he got that cross. No one pressed pressed him no one pressed Coleman it's a it was a funny match but it does show you like both teams are flawed and I wish it was more entertaining but how did y'all feel about the match we saw that PSG depends on Mbappe for <clears throat> the 30 minutes that he was in the game it was their most interesting moments in the game for me outside of the tricked off chances it was a lot of Messi trying to create Nobody finishing, losing the ball. And then on the P on the Byron end, it was uh like you say, going back left, right, left, right, trying stuff, trying stuff. I'm still not understanding why homie is starting that striker. I would have Grenabri or even Sane up there because it's 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 lost. Um and Coleman, I guess he wanna go back to PSG because uh he cooked them and then didn't even touch. So, I mean, that's what I thought about the game. It was a bore fest till maybe the last 30, 40 minutes. And yeah. then, it, then it turned up a bit. Cletus, you're the Bayern fan. Go ahead. You did, did I enjoyed you, it. What you saw? Did you like the I, formation I, change and all that? I, I enjoyed it. Um, to be quite honest, I think the first half showed what Bayern's able to do even when they're weak. 
It's just the ability to just hold ball and just keep moving and just keep going. Um, I don't want to say it was like the best offensive game that they had, but like they knew their agenda was to get something and leave with something. So I think overall they did pretty good. And the the positive with Byron right now is the fact that also Mane is about to be back in a few weeks. So he get triple molting the fuck out of that lineup. But, you know, again, that just like even that game just shows like Byron still had Lewandowski or if they had like a top striker or somewhat, you know, a decent striker, they'll be even more of a threat than they currently are because they have so many options, whether you play Gnabry and Coleman or you play Sané and Gnabry or you play, you know, Musiala with Coleman. There's like so many combinations that you could run and it's it's going to be difficult for other teams to kind of deal with it moving forward. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to really watch it like that. Uh, I did see a little a couple moments. It was on in the background for me, so I, I looked up every once in a while. I did see like a couple of the, I think it was what two different. Was it in two offsides Mbappe had, and one of them was controversial. Yeah, one of them wasn't offside. The other one, right. yeah, one was off, but yeah. But that, that's that's. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the 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 goal that Bayer got though that was clean. That was a clean. Yeah, that was real nice. Hey, that might be my champagne goal of the week. Um, but anyway, but, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like Marcus in a way, like PSG, the, they're pretty much only as good as Mbappe, it seems. And, and outside of their league, I, I honestly never really have that much hope for him in any other tournament. So, you know, and, and Bayern is going to be Bayern, right? And and this is, you know, them winning in in, in Paris, excuse me, it's just going to give them, uh, you know, make it much that much harder for PSG to come back and, and pull this out, I think. So we'll see. You know, maybe with a, a fresh Mbappe, maybe if he plays all match, instead of coming in, I think he came in on what, like the 50-something, 56, 57 minute. Um, so maybe maybe then it'll, you know, it'll be a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much hope for him, honestly. I, you know, so I hey, see Bayern going through. Hey, Dan, let me know if you feel the same way. It, it seems like every time P – well, PSG is Alabama, bro. They don't, <laughs> they don't play anybody. Until the big, until the big tournament, and then they they be out there looking mixed because right. they they never had that pressure. But is it? Whoa! You said Alabama? Yeah, I but mean, I thought the SEC is the best conference, Marcus. Don't you? Hold on, they they got like hey, one Saban side got like five championships with them. What's up? Hold up. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying it more in the instance like before. Most of the time, let's say before this three year spirit where. UGA been really a a a a, a juggernaut. Bama didn't have nobody to go against. Well, I mean, LSU for a time were bothering them. You know, they did win the title of twenty twenty. Yeah, the Joe the Joe Burrow era. Yeah, that sick. That's the greatest college football offense I ever seen. Got about it. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 it seems like their old flaws always come back against them unless they have a hot, like I said, the year they went to the final, it was because they had hot matches beforehand. Yeah. This year, they lost the hot match. They lost to, to our FM manager. So it's like, <laughs> where what have what trials have you went through to get to this, to be able to go through this? Where you see Byron, shit, they league is up for questions. So they had to get their shit together. So I feel like that type of stuff do does work and then we always got the ghost of Neymar in this time period you know his sister birthday coming up so shit he's looking for an injury hey man he's been chilling the last couple times but hey I'll stick to your college football uh comp and I'll say 
that PSG is Oklahoma. That's who they are. That big oh, yeah. yeah, much yeah. better. Much better. For nothing. Yeah. And it's just like how even back in the days, y'all remember Oklahoma go to the Fiesta Bowl and lose to Boise State. Yeah. <laughs> go get upset by a small school because they don't really get challenged in the Big 12. That is what they look like. And they also remind me of the Galacticos, Cletus. Balance, you're trying to sign big-name players and you don't have balance in your team. Your midfield is still a myth. You got rid of the hard men that was doing the dirty work, Paredes. Yeah. You brought in Vitinha. You brought in Carlos Soler, these R&B boys. Mm -hmm. You don't want to play Renato Sanchez. I get it. He gets hurt, but he's a baller. He'll do the dirty work. You got Danilo playing some center back DM hybrid. They just doing weird stuff because there's no balance in the team. You got two brothers over 30 that don't want to press anymore. And then you got Mbappe, who is the glamour player, who don't want to press either. So you got a front three that don't press. You got a midfield that doesn't have much action. So, yeah, it's like that team was not built properly. And then you have the situation where Neymar is arguing with the sporting director, but that leaks to the press. And Neymar's like, yo, that type of stuff happens all the time, but who's leaking it? So it's a mess in Paris. So, yeah, that experiment is geeked over there. What do y'all think about this PSG experiment? Because Cletus said that it's almost <laughs> over. From and turn up. It's looking like they're about to end a project, cash everybody out, you know, mm. start start a club to one of the little brothers in the family or, you know, some of the cousins in the family that they run that. And they're going to jump ship to United. And then they're going to sell, you know, and do business with the devil. They're going to bring Mbappe with them. Hey, I got I got something what it is. I got something to add to that. It it will only be PS. I mean, I, um it would be only United probably getting bought because FSG said they don't want to do business with Qatar. Yeah, I heard y'all y'all sticking around. Um, yeah, the Glazers ain't got no soul. So they they like, yeah, fuck it. We we will go whoever yeah. we want. Yeah, <laughs> whoever's gonna give us whoever gonna get us out of debt right now. That's what they're going for. Yeah, cash um, out. Um, I'm hearing they only want to like sell. Oh, they don't want to sell their full state, only like, you know, a percentage of the state. Yeah, so, it's funny you say that, Clay, because I'm thinking, because I'm hearing also, I'm hearing the same stuff, and I'm also hearing that th that's like kind of a, a way to get more interest into the club also, like to get more people to sit, step up and say, oh, you know, anyway. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes, man. It, it It's funny. It's, it's so many fans yeah. are divided on how this looks right now, so. And you guys, you guys, don't you guys notice? Hey, why are we getting this matchup in the round of 16? It's because PSG finished second in their group. <laughs> That's why we have this matchup right now. PSG were fumbling in the group stage. They didn't take it seriously. No, nah, I won't even say they didn't take it seriously. They just got outplayed by teams in their group, and then they finished second. The team that finished second or that finished first in their group, excuse me, was Benfica, who won 2 0 against Club Bruges. Very comfortable match. Benfica was dominating. I was looking at that game a little bit because Club Bruges has two Ghanaians and they start in lineup, Dennis Adoy and uh, Kamal Soai. So I was just trying to look to see how those brothers are doing. And yeah, that game was pretty straightforward uh Benfica are ballers and they're gonna be a problem as they advance but you know as we get to the uh, 
round of the quarterfinals, that's normally when they fall. But hey, maybe a miracle can happen. But did you guys hey. see? Oh, go ahead. We got to, um, we don't have to talk about fossil football. Um, we do. Not we do. showing. Oh, okay, that's okay. where I'm I'll, going next. Milan I'll wait. Tottenham. I'll wait. Milan, did y'all check that out? Milan Tottenham, 1 0. <laughs> the only goal was Huff Diaz. and Huff. Yeah, Diaz in the seventh minute. Uh, what did y'all did y'all see that? And if so, what do y'all think about Tottenham right now and Milan? Do you think, to be honest? Yeah, I've seen like I've seen part of the game, but in Milan's case, they could have definitely won that game two three zero. It was just mostly a lot of missed opportunities on their end. But as it relates to Spurs, God, what the fuck am I watching? I'll be embarrassed to be Conte to come back to my country. And this is the type of shit that I'm putting on, bro. What I, I came, I came from Juventus. I was winning trophies. I come to Spurs, and and this is what I'm doing. Like they were taking shots like 40 yards out. Son gets the ball 40, 30 <laughs> yards out. They're they're taking shots like they're not, you know, creating anything. There's no link up play. Um, I think that they were saying it's because they missed Kulaveski, whatever his name is, but. Even with him and the team, you know, with Perisic, I feel like, you know, yeah, on the wing they offer a little bit more. But, like, as it relates to Son and Kane, they have no support creativity-wise. Like, they're literally just trying to pull shit from the ass, like, just from anywhere. That that, that game was so trash. Yeah, I, I kind of watched it, too. I, I didn't watch, like, the whole thing. Uh, it was, like, one of, one of those things I was, like, doing some work and it was on in the background again. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get Spurs either, honestly. You know, they, they turn up for teams like City, but then they lose 4-1 to Leicester, right? Like, what what is that? You know, then they come, obviously, they come to Italy and lose this game. So, yeah, I, I've been out on Spurs. I, I don't trust them. I, I think, you know, I guess what y'all say, mid? They mid? Yeah, so <laughs> they definitely that, if not worse. So, um, yeah, I'm with Clay, man. It's embarrassing if you're a Spurs fan. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. I viewed that joint a bit. I did not get to view Benfica. I need to watch the highlights because uh, we looking in on that defensive midfielder. Yeah, y'all finessed us for Nunez, but we're going to finesse you for that. Um, as far as that Milan-Tottenham game goes, I, I thought it was kind of hilarious because I heard that Milan didn't play their best squad. <laughs> And I knew they didn't when they, when, you know, I saw my boy Silesmaker out there and I knew it was <laughs> mid city. Okay. But what I will say, Clay and uh, E, I don't know if y'all watch Spurs, but Son, the, since he's taken off the mask outside of one or two games, he's looking trash. This is by far maybe probably like his worst period at Spurs. And kind of like how the fans of Spurs are saying, why is Richarlison not in the in in the squad? Yeah, exactly. That's another player like they with his That's energy and his up he play. does the hard work, man. You know, you know what Conte is about. Well, why is the Donnarumma dude not on the pitch, and you beg, oh boy, them for 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 options like that? I don't get it. You got thirty plus year old dudes playing me uh, playing back to back games. It's not gonna work. Like it's just very Perfect. odd. Yeah, why is Parrish on the pitch? Why is Eric Dyer still on the pitch? Like these guys shouldn't be on the pitch in big games. Like <laughs> Conte called him the best defender in, in England. 
As the homie <laughs> expressions, as the homie <laughs> expression <laughs> says, <laughs> right. Dave, cut the scream off, man, because that shit oh, is trash. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, chill, man. <laughs> but no, nah, I could def- definitely, I would say, like, Richardson <laughs> in that front three would definitely help him out, give him more, like, a little bit more creativity, energy. I feel like he does work hard. It's just sometimes, you know, he does lose the ball, but I don't see a reason not to play him, especially after the World Cup that he had. Like, I'm pretty sure he was buzzing to come back and, like, you know, start playing again. So they need to start exploring other options because I'm tired of seeing that shit, bro. Like Marcus, I remember, what was it last week that that parlay we put in? It wasn't even after three minutes. Like he texted me and said, "Yeah, the parlay's dead." Well, no, tell him the whole thing. Tell him the whole thing. Whoa. <laughs> so, so Marcus is he hit me to put in the parlay for him, right? I put the joint in, and I'm about to put in my parlay, and I hit him like, "I don't trust Spurs." Something tells me not to put the Spurs in my parlay. He's like, yeah, you might be right. I say, yeah, I didn't put him in my parlay. And like I said, three minutes, two minutes into the game, he hit me and said, yeah, the parlay's dead. Mm. That's how that's how trash they are, bro. Last wow. week, they played so well. Oh, he didn't tell you the whole thing. No, no, no. I got to say, never put those boys on my slip yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah, ne- never again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> hey man, I got something for y'all. Maybe next week we can do this. I wondered, Jamal Musiala, why do you play so smooth? Who do you look up to? So I did my Googles and it popped up. His you're already sure. Player. Yeah, your hero, Cletus. His favorite Neymar. player. Neymar. Neymar. Lionel Messi. No, it's Neymar. He said it. I, I watched it. Second, let me stop playing. Now. Let me stop playing this. He said Lionel Messi is his hero. Mm-hmm. That is the guy he looked up to. Even after the match, you can see him and Alfonso Davies were rapping. They was fight, yeah, they was fighting over the jersey. Yeah, Alfonso <laughs> Davies wanted that Messi jersey for some time, but, you know, he couldn't get it last time when... <laughs> they said smoke him. Yeah, when they buried it, yeah, Messi wasn't really trying to rap to the boys, but uh, (laughs) Messi did tell him, "If I see you again, brother, I got you." And Messi was a man of his word and (laughs) saluted him. And then that's when um, Musiala got Neymar's jersey, but he did say uh, that Messi is his hero and he models his dribbling after Messi, Neymar, and Ronaldinho. So I was like, "Oh yeah, no wonder why he's so smooth." So maybe next week, Cletus, I know you're the Cristiano stand. You can put up your five aside of Cristiano's best kids. And by default, I guess I can put up a five aside of Messi's best kids. And then we'll ask the homies who has the better team, who's going to win. Who's upbringing raised better children? Whose footballing expertise created the better player? Mm. That's what I want to know. Hey, after we do that, I know next one we need to do uh Pep's kids versus Ooh, versus kids somebody versus Harinho. Like yeah, it's only it's like like come on, it's only Jose. It's only Jose. It's yeah, only the Haram kids. Yeah, yeah that would I, like I like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But oh. now, one thing um I even found out recently, I always knew that uh Musiala's nickname um on the team is Bambi, right? But it's like you know because he's the kid, his name is Bambi. But they call him Bambi because, you know, like when a deer is born, when their legs are so frail, 
Yeah. Like, he can't stand up by itself. Like, they're like, yes, because when he dribbles, like, his legs aren't firm. Like, they're just, like, they wobble. And they're just, like, just, just, like, shake. So, like, it's so easy for him to shift. So, I was like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. I already knew why they called him Bammy, but now it makes even more sense. Yeah, man. That's why it looks crazy when he does it because, you know, Messi is 5'7". Neymar is, what, 5'10"? Yeah, yeah, like five nine. Yeah, Ronaldinho. How tall is Ronaldinho? He's about yeah six feet. So yeah, that's why I was like, man, he looks familiar, kind of. And yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it is kind of like Ronaldinho because he's six feet. Musiala's six feet. Just how fluid they move for their size, because that joint ain't easy. Because you know, growing up. I watched a lot of Henri, Zidane. They're like 6'2", and they were smooth dribblers too. But y'all know, the bigger you get, the harder it is to keep your dribble tight in closed areas. Yeah. But it is impressive to see how Musiala can get out of any situation. But let's get into champagne goal of the week, man. Uh, I already told y'all my first champagne goal. Kareem Adiemi, shout out to my Nigerians out there. Shout out to the Germans <laughs> getting those black brothers. <laughs> and I got a little surprise. Anthony's going to geek if he hears this. There's a show called Blue Lock. We've talked about it before. Hey, Marcus, episode eight, I saw it with Anthony. There's a homie named Bachita. He dribbled past the whole team, y'all. Then he did a Rabona overhead goal. I couldn't believe it. How many people died since he do that goal? Hey, chill. <laughs> Niggas didn't pass away physically, but Cletus, Ephraim, Marcus, their souls were gone on the pitch. They were like, oh! <laughs> How did he do that? Who is he? You told, you didn't tell me you had that power. They were confused. <laughs> Yeah, I might need to view that this weekend. You yeah. ain't lying. What is it on? Because I don't have, I don't think I have, I know it's on Crunchyroll, but I don't have it's it. It's on Crunchyroll. I be going to Anthony sometimes and he played. So, yeah, that's where I'll be seeing it. But, yeah, they were. Confused. <laughs> I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out Blue Lock. But, uh, Marcus, what's your champagne go to week, man? Since we back and this is like a jump start. I'm putting Mo Salah in there, man. You know, we going back to our counterattack days. Whoa. Let Nunez do the running. Mo, <laughs> look silky smooth with your Lionel Richie fro. Let's hey, do man. it. <laughs> is that Commodore's Lionel Richie or is that when he went solo? Hey, man, you know that's solo because that yeah, shit was looking yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I had to go platinum for myself. I feel you. Oh, man, Ephraim, who you got for Champagne Go of the Week? I was going to use the one you took. You got uh, uh, Kareem Adeyemi. Yep. But but I'm going to go with Marcus Rashford. Okay. My man has been hot. And not only that, his his heading has been a lot better this year because he hasn't been known for that over his career. So he has a few headed goals this year, and and he got the winning goal against uh, Leeds. Uh, from a header late in the game. So uh, he's going to be mine for this one. For sure. Salute. And, hey, it makes sense. You know, Rashford, he's, what, 5'11", 6 feet. So, hey, if he can take advantage of those opportunities, why not? Yep. Cletus, what's your champagne goal of the week, my man? 
Man, I'm going to just go ahead and give it to Kingsley, getting that goal against PSG back home, securing that, you know, that goal going back home to Munich. And then on top of that, um, you know, Chelsea, we scored, you know, against West Ham. So, you know, you know, I got to I got to take it because, you know, we don't really score a lot of goals nowadays. I dig it. So, so yeah, shout out to Ja Felix, man. He's he's turning up. He's getting the goals, something that other niggas can't do. So, yeah, he's in a club with me. And, um, oh, yeah, that's who you in the club with, Claytis, as well? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, just Ja Felix, nobody else on the squad can pull up? Nah, nah, nah. Oh. Ja Felix, is getting, he's getting a tour around the city right now. Oh. You know, a, li- a limited spree, whatever he wants. Thank <laughs> you for the goals. Hey, that sounds like a... That sounds like the uh, window shopper video. Y'all remember that when 50 yeah. and then was in yeah. Europe and he was letting Mace get whatever he wanted. That's just, yep. oh my yeah. God. You about to let, you about to buy yeah. my Felix the $100 milkshake? Ty could be outside looking at Mason. Oh my God. My new contract. He what about Ben Watt? Can he be on surveillance? I'm, I might take him around later later in the summer because he's, <laughs> he's, been, he's been looking nice. <laughs> You know, the, the summer's when people's really active. I dig it. Me- <laughs> Ephraim, who you in the club with, man? I'm going to stay on Rashford because he's been on fire. My man has to be you taking on the team with you as well? I am going to take on the team. I'm taking, believe it or not, <laughs> much to my chagrin, I'm going to take Manchester City because ever since that report came out, I think they scored <laughs> six goals and gave them up two, and they've won two of their matches, and they are now leading the Premier League again. Oh, so uh, it, it, it stinks to say that, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm give it to City. Bring him in the club with me. I dig it. You're a man of respect and, and integrity, Ephraim. I, I I always respect that. Marcus, what about you? Are you going to the club with your ops? I don't do that. Well, <laughs> what are you thinking about it? I'll, I'm gonna say this. Uh, bring United in there with you. Yeah, let's I got Sean, two. Let Sam Di- let Sean Dyche walk with you, walk with you. Hey, I got I got one that United not gonna like. I got two fellas with me. I got my 18-year-old Stefan Bicecic. Okay. His father played played in Serbia. And I appreciate him for giving us that boy. My second one, Mr. Man of Few Words, Mr. Viral, Mr. Crystal Palace. Yeah, E. Elise is coming in the club with your boy. And we chopping it up about how he did that free kick equalizer against y'all hey, a couple weeks ago. Hey, hey, look, I, I gave it up to him as well. I think he was mine for that weekend. Yeah. So, uh, so look, I give it to you. I, I like him. I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. I'm in the club with uh, I got a, I got a special edition of in the club, man. This is the father's edition. You know, shout out to Zlatan training with his son today. You know. That's a nice in the club, you know, the professional mindset showing is beautiful, bro. Imagine being that was, that was beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, imagine being was... 41 and your son is 16 and you guys get the chance to train together. And from the clips I saw, his son was looking pretty good with the dribbling and his movement. So very strong good. on the ball. Very strong on the ball. Yeah. So they in the club with me, but they they in the health gym club. You feel me? Now the other club that I'm going to to have fun. I got to salute Ronaldinho. His son just joined the Barcelona Academy. He's about 16, 17. You know Ronaldinho said, son, let me take you to the, my favorite clubs, the where I used to get it in back in the days. That's where I'm going. So this weekend, I'm going to Barcelona with Ronaldinho. 
We're going we might pull up to the Europa League match. Most likely we won't. We'll be too tired. But yeah, that's where I'm gonna be at it. I'm gonna be in Barcelona because I need to get away from Arsenal right now. Playing red flags by Rudy Ruger. <laughs> I know this is a random question at the end of the podcast, but I gotta ask Ephraim, what is it like? from like I guess local media how's the coverage around Nikola Jokic because I'm intrigued he's one of the best athletes in the world you live in the same city as him do you get a lot of local coverage hyping them up or do they care more about the avalanche no I think it's kind of 50 50 because I think the avalanche actually haven't been that good this year they've been dealing with a lot of injuries don't ask me how I know all that but I do you have I'm I'm glad you know because I'm about to take you somewhere I'm about to take y'all somewhere that's why I got Oh no, nah, uh Jokic is good. Jokic is a big deal here. Um okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh the only thing is uh I don't get the local uh channel um they got some kind of weird thing about I got YouTube TV for Oh, my, true. Yeah, like is it like don't have, Huh? Is Are y'all on Bally there? Uh, Altitude is the name of the um, Oh yeah, Altitude. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, but they, they might don't... they might be on Bally and that might be why though cuz that's the they... same thing with the Hawks. Okay. And look, and, and even on when they come on uh, uh, NBA TV, they don't get they black it they black it out, so I don't get to see them that much. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But he is a big deal here. Uh, the Nuggets obviously are, are you know, I, hey, I'm I'm plugging myself, I'm putting it out there, Dan. You need to pull me on your podcast. Yeah, we going, we gonna um, get you, man. Now <laughs> nah, you good? Sure. I got you. Uh, but yeah, they they a big deal out here. The Nuggets are a big deal. I think they lead in the West right now, so they definitely a big deal for that. Um, Yoke is doing good out here again. Um, I I don't, I don't think he'll win his third MVP, but I mean, come on, my man, he got what two MVPs? Two? Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Shout out to homie Bones. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, Bones, uh, you're under surveillance. I learned a lot about you, Bones, and I know that <laughs> I'm I'm gonna break it down on ring culture. That's all I'm gonna say. I learned a lot about you, Bones Highland, mm. and you're under surveillance. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> But the reason why I asked this, guys, is because, Cletus, you know I got to know about my business. You know who owns the Nuggets and the Avalanche, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stanley. Wow. Every yeah, sport? Does he have me. a team in every sport? He owns sport? them both. Me. Me. You know, he owns his, his – he is connected. Even if he doesn't own, he is connected to almost every It's in his wife's here. name. It's in his wife's yeah. name. Yeah. That, that's what he that's, – that's how he does it. Because yeah. his wife is the one with the real bread. Yeah. He got money, though. He got money from real estate, though. So he That's got more money than her now. Oh, he caught up. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know her cousin is the owner uh, is of the, the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos, right. Yeah. So, so the Cronkies they're, and they're, the They're not going home. broke. They got the whole sports franchise. Yeah, they own, they own that, that sports state. Yeah. They yeah <laughs> they're not going broke. And the reason why I asked this, guys, is because y'all saw it. At the end of the window, what was we doing? Shaking. Modric, you didn't want to drop the bag. You let Joe Felix, that brother would have been perfect for us. You let him go on loan at Chelsea. Mm. Getting Troussard. You see Saka will not sign his contract extension still. Saliba will not. These kids are seeing it. Martinelli signed because he knows he's kind of cooked right now. So I am nervous right now, guys. Not because we lost the league, but I'm nervous about hey, Saka might be out of here in a year or two. Saliba might be out of here in a year or two. Then we have to start this foolish cycle all over again. While the Nuggets are thriving, 
I'm hearing Kroenke is about to go gentrify Inglewood some more and build a $1.6 billion railroad between the Crips and the Bloods mm. to, to connect the stadium. I'm like, hey, man, where is this? But we couldn't get $9 million for Joe Felix? I mean, but they cut in Jalen next week, though. Hey, man. We couldn't we couldn't get money for a don't let me start. I, I'm about to start sweating like Michael Irvin, man. <laughs> Champagne soccer. <laughs> I'll see y'all next week. Cletus, Ephraim Marcus. Y'all got last regards for the people out there. Hey man, we outside. We outside. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Same mo, same mo. Next week. Until then, keep them pinkies up, man. Yeah. Wow. Ephraim, you got something you want to say, my bad. Oh, nah. Just, I was just saying, glory, glory, man, United. That's oh, it. Lord, that's no, true. nah, no devil. No devil. Come on, no come devil. on, y'all. What? Come on, man. <laughs> We're children of God. <laughs> well, uh... whoa, hey, yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep the pinkies up, baby. Keep God in your life, please. Keep the pinkies up, yo, for sure. <laughs>